0: Connor McMichael and Alex Ovechkin explode as the Capitals offense comes alive and downs the Devils. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 bet, that's 150 bucks. If your bet wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how the Capitals offense blows up as the Capitals take down the Devils in a decisive fashion. We'll talk about that in the show a little bit later We will talk about the bad news as Nick Dowd left the game in the first period and did not return. What is the outlook for Dowd? And then a little bit later, we will talk about how the outlaw, Chucky Sideburns, is the number one hot hand to ride going into the rest of the season. But just to get it going here, wow, what a game. I I honestly can say I did not see this coming. Uh, Generally speaking, the New Jersey Devils are pretty good. They have a lot of offensive power. And I think what you saw kind of drawn into focus was their goaltending. That is one of their weaknesses and something I expect them to uh, uh, take care of uh, at the trade deadline on March 8th. But the Capitals just dominated a huge game for Connor McMichael, one of his best games in his career in the NHL. I'm going to go ahead and say one sweet goal, in particular a toe drag move that is no doubt going to make the highlight reel on every nhl highlight package there is out there most impressive and Connor mcmichael is this him just lighting up at the right time i really hope so because he was most impressive and also alex ovechkin yes alex ovechkin two goals on the night is he heating up at just the right time capitals fans there is a lot to be excited about. Is this team, you know, finally headed in the right direction? I know it's only two wins in a row here, but it does seem like they've turned the page that they're fully buying into the system right now. And this team looked really, really good tonight. Um, So a lot of excitement, uh, you know, if you take a look at it, The standings are starting to tighten up a little bit, and the more wins that the Capitals get in the two-point variety, the better it will be for them. But wow, what a game. Uh, And if you missed the game, you missed one heck of a game. The Caps were looking to score first and some consistency. Well, the Caps are improving and slowly heading in that direction. Uh, the consistency part, you know, winning two in a row. Let's hope they can b- make it three and then four in a row as they are taking on the Lightning and the Panthers later this week, which are not going to be an easy out. But I do think this team is riding the hot momentum of winning a huge game against the Devils. The Caps picked up two huge points tonight with a six to two win over the devils this wasn't an eked out victory this wasn't backing into victory this was a decisive win with the capitals offense firing on all cylinders the caps have now won two in a row and is what i hope a whole lot more from the caps you know uh, bruce boudreau talked about it as much as you can't kind of look down the field too far you got to kind of concentrate at the task at hand play game to game and week to week. Don't say, well, we got this long stretch of games coming up. Just look at it as, you know, game to game and week to week. And like F.P. Santangelo used to say, try and go one and oh every day. The Caps kicked off the scoring by a great goal by Connor McMichael. It was his first goal of a two-goal night. His second was a truly highlight real goal. And uh, do yourself a favor. If for some reason you were not able to catch the game tonight, look it up on YouTube or NHL.com. It uh, looked ever, you know, just as good as a Connor McDavid or a Connor Bedard goal. Just really, really impressive. McMichael's first goal was scored 39 seconds into the game. And what is one of the things, and if you're in every day of the show, you know I talk about this, is the Capitals always play that much better when they get on the board first. And that was evident as the positive momentum snowball kept rolling and it ran right over the New Jersey Devils. It was Sandine Protus' money as McMichael buries it past Dawes' Uh, the netminder for the New Jersey Devils. You know, just working together. It looks like, you know, the passes and everything is just kind of coming together at the perfect time. When you saw the Capitals earlier in the season, it seemed like when they tried to do those similar moves, they were disjointed and it would have got shot in the corner. But it was sweet as it was Sandine Protus to McMichael. In all money for Connor McMichael. The second goal by Connor, though, was just truly amazing. And oh my God, doesn't fully suffice. Connor McMichael got the best of Thomas Nocheck in a puck battle and some fancy zigs and zigs and beats Dawes in what I will call the best goal of the season and perhaps the best of his career. I mean, that's not hyperbole. If you saw it, that was looked like one of the best. You know, players in the NHL scoring that goal, it had all, you know, the zigs and the zags, and it was just perfect. Uh, And if you again, make sure and and try to find that if you did not watch the game, very impressive, Uh, that was breaking the tie, putting the caps up two to one. An amazing goal, and Connor McMichael, this is a perfect time for him to seize the opportunity and prove while he is, uh, you know, deserving of a bigger role on this team. Listen, Evgeny Kuznetsov is out in the players' assistance program. Nick Dowd is out for, you know, who knows how long. This is the perfect time for him to cement himself as, if not the number one, the number two center on the team as of right now with the players that are on the active roster. Very impressive, and Connor McMichael, uh, like I talked about it last summer, the Capitals being all in on Connor McMichael has paid off in spades. As I think that he is finally finding his stride. Uh, McMichael was rewarded for his efforts and was entrusted with more playing time. And that's how Spencer Carberry is. If you play really well, he's going to reward you with some more playing time. And he did it because why Connor McMichael was killing it out there. And I think that the arrow is only pointing up for him. McMichael now has five points in his last six games. And I hate to say that about Kuznetsov, but Kuzi stepping away, his loss is Connor McMichael's gain as he is killing it and also making the most, even if you want to rewind tape a little bit more, Nick Backstrom. Let's face it, Connor McMichael is getting a lot of this opportunity is that Nick Backstrom stepped away from hockey. And then you have Kuzi in the player's assistance program. This is, you know, a really great opportunity for Connor McMichael to maximize Uh, his potential and show what he has. Uh, All I know is that the Caps offense is heating up right now and it's exciting. And and, you know, it's, it's a fun thing to talk about because oftentimes when I do the show, I talk about that this went wrong and that went wrong. A lot went right tonight. And Dylan Strom, again, continues to dominate proving his worth with his 21st goal on the season. Strom now has points in four of his last six outings. Listen, the Chicago Blackhawks are probably kicking themselves right now that they did not give uh, Dylan Strome a qualifying offer. I don't know what they were thinking. I know that they were thinking rebuild, and I know that the Capitals were thinking, thank you very much. I think we will take Mr. Dylan Strome, and he has been huge on this team. And I, I can't, you know, pass over the great eight, my captain, your captain, Alex Ovechkin continues to kick it into high gear as he has two goals on the night. Can you believe it? Do you remember how slow of a start he had to this season and how he has really turned on the Jets all at the perfect time. You know, this is going to be an interesting position for Brian McClellan to be in. You know, the perception was that we're going to be sellers, but, you know, are the Capitals going to want to move out doubt or linger now that this team is gelling? Uh, very exciting. Alex Ovechkin kicking it into high gear at the perfect time. I love it. Ovi extends his point streak to nine games. He scored off the faceoff for his 15th. He would later score on the power play for his 800 and. Uh, excuse me, 838th career goal. Wow, Alex Ovechkin, you know, he was a changed man uh, coming out of uh, all the all-star break. You know, when he went to Dubai and came back, he said he felt refreshed. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, that's great, he's refreshed. But he... Just he found Jesus on that trip, I think, and he found his game as he continues to dominate. Ovechkin needs only 57 more to pass Wayne Gretzky for the most in NHL history. Something that was thought improbable, impossible by some. And this is from some of the elite insiders that said that there's no way that it's going to happen. I even question it uh, to a certain extent, but he has found his game. And if he can continue to keep rolling like this, I think that the sky is the limit. And also a huge night for AHL call-up. Mike Scarbosa continues to keep turning heads as he finds twine by crashing the crease and scores his first goal in the NHL since December 17th. 2021, and I understand he has a history in the NHL as well, but another great guy that's getting his opportunity uh, is Michael Scarbosa and proving why he was deserving of the job over Hendrick Slopp here. I think that it's going to make it interesting for Brian McClellan. Uh, Scarbosa is a really, you know, great addition to this team. How do you, how do you send Scarbosa down when Kuzi comes back or whatever the case is? I think that he has played so well that I think that He's played so well that I don't think they could even consider sending him back down to the AHL. But to wrap up this segment, wow, what a feeling. Wow, what a night. Two-goal night by Connor McMichael. Two goal by Alex Ovechkin, Dylan Strom, Michael Scarbosa. Wow, what what a game! I, I don't, I just don't think you could have asked for anything more. And as Capitals fans, you should have a skip in your step and be, t- you know, talking to everyone around the water cooler about how great the Capitals are. And maybe, just maybe, they are headed in the right direction. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about what is the status with Nick Dowd. What do we know, and when can we expect to see him back? I'll discuss coming up. to recent Indeed data. Now, listen, if you are in HR, you don't need to be going through paper applications. It is 2024. Get with the times, get with Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about it in uh, Indeed on the Locked on Capitals pod. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Let me tell you something, guys, if you're watching an NBA game and you're not that into it, Put a little bit of money on the game. Say you're watching a Wizards game. It makes watching the game that much more exciting. Just visit Fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Fanduel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, if there is some bad news from the game, and there's not a lot of bad news, it was about, I'm going to go ahead and say, one of the best games of the season for the Capitals is that Nick Dowd left in the first period with an injury that is a bit of a question mark. We don't ultimately know. what the injury is, but there is some speculation as to what it was. The Caps lose Dowd in the first period. I'm not 100% what happened to Dowd, but as Tom Gliddy pointed out, don't know if it's related, but Dowd has his helmet knocked off on a hit by Timo Meyer about 155 into the game, grabbed his face after and was quite upset with the official He didn't return after that. So uh, is it something that had something to do uh, with that? I think he maybe played a a couple shifts after that, but he did uh, get that really hard hit across the face. If I remember right, it was kind of under here uh, by Timo Meyer, And maybe it was like a concussion protocol thing. I guess I don't know. But uh, Nick Dow being out of the lineup is definitely not ideal. We know what he means to this team. He holds down that fourth line and is a key contributor, Uh, arguably one of the better centers on the Capitals uh, and just is consistent night in and night out. And being that he is so consistent and plays so well on a night in and night out basis, he is at the center of trade chatter. At the trade deadline, many people have spoke of that he is going to be on the move. Frank Saravalli of the Daily Faceoff, Elliot Friedman, those type of people have all said expect Nick Dowd to be on the move on March 8th on the trade deadline. But now it gets a little bit more interesting as the Capitals start to play a little bit better. Are the Capitals going to want to move Nick Dowd, who is a huge piece On this Capitals team, if they are trending in the right direction, and you know, there still is some time between now and March 8th, but I'm going to go ahead and say they are trending in the right direction. Would you want to move out a key piece like Nick Dowd? I guess you might want to, you know, take a second to think about, you know, what kind of return you're going to get. And ultimately, if the Capitals have an outsider's chance of making it to the playoffs, he's one of the CAP's best centers and is. constantly consistent on the fourth Dowd, who is the center of trade rumors is a key piece that why would they want to move he's also huge on defensive zone face-offs and killing penalties he is truly a swiss army knife for the capitals he also is responsible with the puck Uh, when he isn't on puck on the you know he's just he puts himself in the right spot and there's a reason that so much is entrusted in Nick Dowd and that is why he's such a huge piece and ultimately why so many other teams would love to have Nick Dowd on their team. You know, especially these teams that are kind of on the cusp of making it to the playoffs or the perception is is that they can make a push for the Stanley Cup. That is where it's going to tie and you take a look at like the Vancouver Canucks, you take a look at the New York Rangers, uh teams like that that are probably going to be all in on a player like Nick Dowd. And I don't blame him, but if I was Brian McClellan, I would really kind of pump the brakes on that and think about it and take some time to consider what you're doing. I think that if you are going to move someone like a Nick Dowd, you are going to need to get a tremendous return. And I'm talking about, you know, NHL ready talent. I don't necessarily, I'm not too interested in draft picks unless it was a first round pick or something like that. And I'm not necessarily sure that Nick Dowd is going to fetch a first round pick, but in order for the Capitals to move out Nick Dowd, they would need, I'm going to go ahead and say two pretty good players. You know, even if you have to bundle Nick Dowd with someone else, I've heard speculation out there that it could be Nick Dowd and Beck Malenstein, but Beck Malenstein is another huge piece to this team. And I think my perception is a piece of the future that I think it's going to have to be a, a tremendous haul for the Capitals to get if they're going to think about moving Dowd or Malenstein or bundling them together. But what we know for sure right now is Dowd is out. Uh, Upper body injury. We don't know how long. We hope he is back and and ready to go in short order. But this is going to be a good opportunity for the other centers on the team. Scarbosa, McMichael, Dylan Strom to show what they have in the tank and let him kind of duke it out. I think that Scarbosa has kind of established himself. Like I talked about off the first segment, how are you going to pull him out? Uh, And then you take a look at Connor McMichael. But talking about doubt here, we want him back. Um, He's huge. And, you know, you also saw him playing on the top line there. What was that, a game or two? So there is a lot of faith entrusted with him. I think he also has uh, certain leadership qualities as well. So let's hope that Nick Dowd, it's just that he's banged up or maybe it was a concussion thing that they thought that, you know, maybe they need to reevaluate him tomorrow. That is what Spencer Carberry said anyway. And hopefully he will be good to go as the Capitals have some big games, most notably the Lightning and the Panthers on deck. Let's hope the Capitals can keep this positive momentum rolling. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about why Chucky Sideburns, the outlaw, is the number one netminder for me. your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day so chucky sideburns the outlaw charlie lingren is the number one netminder for me and he continues to demonstrate that by truly great performances on a night in a night out basis and another guy that's at the center of trade chatter because the Capitals have him on a cheap deal. And the thought out there is that they have a plethora of talent. You take a look at Darcy Kemper. You take a look at Charlie Lindgren, Hunter Shepard, uh, Clay Stevenson, as you go down the list, Garen Bjorklund, those kind of things. So there are a lot of options for the Capitals in that. But if the Capitals, in fact, want to be all in on a playoff push, would you want to do it without Charlie Lindgren? For me, I wouldn't. And it's funny how a lot can change in just a short amount of time. And I know that the Capitals have just won two games in a row here, but tonight was a statement win. Uh, It can kind of change the direction in which things are going to go, especially these next couple games, because you take a look at Tampa, you take a look at the Panthers, those games are not going to be easy games. So a good litmus test, a good measuring stick, and you know I talk about that all the time, but a lot of faith is restored in games of these magnitude. Now, the New Jersey Devils aren't one of the best teams in the NHL, but they aren't one of the worst either. I think that they are a solid netminder away from being a real contender. I think that there's a lot of uh, talent on that team, and I think that you never want to discredit them. Um, but, you know, you take a look at those teams, you know, potentially seeking out the services of a Charlie Lingren. I think we better kind of just, you know, tamper expectations and our thoughts on what we want to do with Charlie Lingren. Because if the Capitals uh, are all in on a playoff push and they continue to keep playing as good as they're playing right now. I think that I want Chucky on our side. I think you guys would as well. I don't think there's a goalie controversy in D.C. anymore, though. Some people said, well, is it Kemper's net? Is it Lindgren's net? There's no controversy. It is Charlie Lindgren's. And is he going to lose a game here or there? Yes, he's not perfect. He's not a robot. Um, But I think that right now he gives the Capitals the absolute best chance at winning games. I think that the Capitals defense, I think that all the players play more confidently when they know that they have a backstop in net like Charlie Lindgren. Charlie is the hot hand the Caps need to ride for a majority of the games if they want their best chance at winning. Saving 37 of 39, he was hot early and composure to make some huge timely saves with some truly top tier scoring from Jack Hughes and Tyler Toffoli. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I think that the you take a look at the New Jersey Devils, they have the talent. You take a look at Jack Hughes. You take a look at Tyler Toffoli. They have what it takes. The Devils were applying pressure earlier in the game, but the defense clamped down, and Chucky showed why he ain't nothing to mess with. And he isn't. I think that he is one of the best, and the statistics would point to that as well, that Charlie Lindgren is by far one of the better netminders in the National Hockey League. It's just interesting that he is "quote unquote" the backup or the number two netminder. If you're going to take a look at the Capitals depth chart, Um, so he has risen to the challenge, and I think that you know you kind of take a look. There's got. I wonder what the dynamic is between Charlie Lindgren and Darcy Kemper because, to a certain extent, you got to be thinking that Darcy Kemper's like, "Hey man, I'm that guy. I'm the number one guy. What's going on here?" Um, that, um, is it awkward ever times in the locker room or on the bus or on the airplane that, you know, that, is it ever uncomfortable that this guy that is considered your understudy is actually better than you are? Uh, it's a difficult position. I got imagine, and, you know, a tremendous, humble pill that Darcy Kemper must swallow on a daily basis. He's going to need a big glass of water for that. Maybe break it in half. It's going to be, that's going to hurt going down. But I think that he that's just what it is. And you can't worry about feelings at this point. You have to put the best guy that's going to give your team the best chance at winning period end of report. That's just the way it goes. Uh, you can't stick to, and I, I, you know, I, when I look back on, Peter Laviolette, he kind of fell into those traps of, well, I got to go with my number one netminder. Got to go with my number one netminder. Really hung up on titles. Um, and it hasn't always been that. way. Well, you take a look at Barry Trotz, he went with a hot hand. I, I think that if uh, a coach uh, a, of a team is, you know, using his head and, you know, not getting caught up in titles, I think a coach like that is going to have a lot better luck than the coaches that are hung up on, got to go with my number one. Well, he just lost three in a row. Yep, but got to go with him. He's my number one. I pay him a lot of money. He's going to be here for a lot of years. Got to go with him. I'm going down with this ship. You know, and a lot of times that's why those coaches hit the recycle bin. That's why Peter Laviolette hit, hit the NHL recycle bin is because he was hung up on things like that. I got to go with my number one. If I was a coach of the team, I want the best guy that's going to give me the best chance at winning. And for me, for the Capitals right now, and at least for the rest of the season. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and say take his name off the trade list. And I know I'm going to hear a lot of chatter about that, but the Capitals are, they're not out of it. You know, if they were the Columbus Blue Jackets right now, I would say, I'm going to listen to uh, deals on everyone. But they're not there. They're, they're not that far out of the hunt for a wild card spot. And, you know, they've been playing pretty good hockey as of late. Alex Ovechkin has been playing pretty good hockey as of late. And I stand by my statement as Alex Ovechkin goes. So go the Capitals, exemplified here recently. So Capitals fans, a lot to be excited about. Let's get behind the guys that are getting it done. Let's get behind Chucky Sideburns. Let's get behind Connor McMichael and Alex Ovechkin, Dylan Strome, Michael Scarbosa. Raise a cup. This team played very, very well tonight. And if there's any skepticism tonight, if there's any naysayers, Are you a Capitals fan at the end of the day? Anyway, there is a lot to be happy about and little to be disappointed in. All right, listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are ultimately what makes this show successful. And when you're done here, head on over to Locked On's national streaming channel. Find Locked On Sports today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Check it out. I think you'll love it. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.